do I got to be the one to say it? I'm sorry, but Christianity has some of the best stories of all time. They got the hardest slaps with the biggest beats. Think about it. David versus Goliath? Come on, man. That's like Rocky 1, 2, 3. Think about it. Noah's Ark? You're telling me that Avengers can touch Noah's Ark? This story has lasted through time, baby. And whether you're Christian or not, you've probably heard these tales. So why is it that less and less people are going to church? Only 30% of the states is going to church weekly, even though 70% consider themselves Christians. And it seems like we're living in a time and age where religion is starting to decline and decline and decline. If you ask me, Christianity needs a whole rebrand. Jesus needs a rebrand. He needs to drop the new product line. And we're starting to see an age where the messages of the Bible are being translated into ways that are more digestible and make it easier for new people and even returning members to really appreciate the stories and what the Bible actually did for us as a society. And I'm here to tell you, I think Kanye West's attempt at transcribing the gospel to the masses is actually a good one. Hi, this is Fly Studios. This is the Uneducated Investor Podcast, a podcast where we connect investing to pop culture, baby. Please, for the love of Jesus, hit that subscribe button. And of course, leave a five-star review on iTunes because that is how we grow, baby. Kanye West dropped an album called Jesus is King. And if you know anything about Kanye, he has been anything short of controversial. Whether that's George Bush doesn't care about black people or Taylor Swift, I'm going to let you finish. Or recently, slavery is a choice. He's never been short of controversy. So, of course, when he says that he's going to release a gospel album the skepticism runs as high as a mile can go, baby. I'm talking about Mount Everest high, man. Is Kanye really a devout Christian? Is he really the person that we want to be hearing about gospel music from? Well, I hate to break it to you, Flight Crew. I know you might hate me for this, but uh, I've been a long Kanye West fan. Like he, What he has done for music, for hip-hop is only going to be really appreciated through the test of time. And I've been listening to the Jesus is King album lately, and I, I got to say that it's on point. His messaging is on point. And I think this is a album that really, it really harpens on the fact that we're going to start to see Christianity really start to take a rebrand in coming years. That's the magical thing about the religion of Christianity. You know, Catholic has been, you know, everyone does mass at the same time. It's been slow, I guess, moving. It's really about tradition. Where Christianity's claim to fame has been the ability to really, I guess, adapt. 
you know, and people kind of make their own, I guess, versions or their own churches to basically achieve the same thing. You know, get a closer relationship with the Lord. So what Kanye West really does in this album, and at first I was listening to it and I didn't get it because his first songs were all just about, you know, him. They were selfish. There was egotistical, you know, it was, it was still Kanye, you know, he's screaming on God on a whole track for three minutes. It's like, is this really a gospel album? But then me, you know, thinking back to, you know, listening to Kendrick Lamar and his albums, whether that's Good Kid Mad City and To Pimp a Butterfly. I'm just thinking about the whole narrative of being able to storytell in an album and using kind of the trials and tribulations of God, using those to exemplify, you know, the turnaround that you made because of Jesus. You know, I remember listening to Kendrick Lamar's album and in it, in his album, I believe it's Good Kid, Mad City. Once you start really listening, it's it becomes more than just an album. You can tell that he's really through his music trying to talk to the black on black violence that's happening in his neighborhood and trying to give his solution to ending it. He has a song where after one of his friend's brothers die, that brother is seeing vengeance. He wants red. He wants revenge. And what does he do? He gets revenge. And as he tells Kendrick, he doesn't even care what happens to him. He just wants Kendrick to know that before Kendrick Lamar's album drops, he just wants him to know one thing. And before that brother can tell Kendrick what he wants him to know, he dies. And the power of what Kendrick Lamar's album shows is that vengeance will always lead to more vengeance and suffering will always lead to more suffering. But Kendrick Lamar, he says the answer is God. And one of the most powerful things that Kendrick Lamar suggests to help his, I guess, neighborhood grow and prosper and survive is the fact that, and this is the most powerful thing, is that Jesus he gave the other cheek, man. He turned the other cheek. When his enemies were slapping him, Jesus said, give the other cheek. And what's so powerful about that message is the fact that it frees Jesus's allies. Jesus's allies no longer feel they have a duty to take revenge. They say, even though the enemies have wronged Jesus and wronged Jesus's people, turn the other cheek. And that simple philosophy is the one that kind of stopped the bloodshed. Powerful stuff, man. So in this album with Kanye West, he has a turning point moment in his album near the middle worth where he starts talking about water and how we have everything we need. And then near the end of the album, he's on a traditional, more gospel kind of tone near the end of the album. It's, it's really beautiful stuff. And I think in this age of the biggest message about this album is, you know, in this age of, you know, cancel culture and, and demonizing people for, you know, doing anything, you know, there's a post the other day where Jeff Bezos donated a hundred million dollars and people were getting on him because that's like nothing to him. That's like no money to him. 
Like this guy gave a hundred million dollars to the homeless and we're still criticizing him. Like we're going to an age where like you can never do the right thing as a public figure. And Kanye West showed that even though he's not the best Christian, he's not the best example to show and talk about the gospel in all his imperfections. He can still preach and share the word of God. Now, I'm not that religious, but I went to church a lot every weekend. You know, I've been there and they have some great messages. And the most powerful thing about church was near the end when that singer with the shaky voice that couldn't sing a lick, couldn't hit a note to save their life would go up there, tell a personal story about how they're battling cancer, how, you know, they lost their dog, how they've been going through it. But through Jesus, they were able to come through and they sang from the heart. And even though I lost a lot of brain cells and a lot of blood through my ears listening to that terrible singing, oh, I felt it. I felt it in my soul, baby. It was something different. And I think that's what Kanye's bringing, you know. So recently he's been, you know, being criticized for, for you know, working with these mega churches that are rightfully so criticized for like really putting capitalism and churches together. And they have like basically preachers that are like own private jets and are millionaires and have $13 million mansions. It's, it's some really ridiculous stuff that these uh, pastors and preachers are living like they're really living like rock star lives. And Kanye's working with a mega church to perform, and people are really critical and rightfully so. But I think by Kanye completely putting a light and shining it on Christianity as it sounds today, that it allows an atmosphere where, again, we can talk about what it means to be religious and Christian in the 21st century. And it puts us in a place where we're having conversations about megachurches and it, and how we can change these things to not only be a beacon of criticism, but be a beacon for good and change. Kanye West, Jesus King, I think it slaps. You should listen to it and listen to really understand it because I think it's a great album. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investors never stop learning. As always, I'm Fly Stu on Instagram and Twitter. And we, Flight Crew, we have to take off, baby. See you guys next time.